spread your jams and drizzle your syrups. Why is it so sticky? It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. G'day, hope you're doing well. Uh, I hope your morning's great, etc., etc. Alex Dyson, big question here. How do you send crabs? Well, certainly not like the person whose viral video I saw the other week on the uh, the, the luggage collection conveyor belt. Just, <laughs> yes. just muddies going everywhere. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I got the same concerns because uh, the Daddy Mac went out uh, over the last week hitting up uh, one of his favourite secret spots. I'm not going to name it. Well, for here. those of you who don't know, Matt O'Kyan's father, hell of a mud crabber. Loves catching yes. a mud crab. He had some serious luck as well over the past few days, picking up a good little collection of muddies. All A grade, he tells me. Oh. All A grade. Of course. I would hopefully I'd get an A plus. Hopefully. <laughs> you know. Well, I, I'm not going to get any of them. I'm failing right now because, because I mean, you know, he's in Queensland. I'm in New South Wales. I don't know what what how I'm supposed to get him. And well, I mean, you know Australia what? Post is delayed all over the shop. Counted you know, as a blessing, my friends. Why? Because I was Why? stuck at home waiting for a package the other day. Oh, just make sure you're home for this <laughs> package arriving. They don't tell you anything. You just got to be there all day. I duck out quickly to the shops. It arrived at that time. So, oh no! Well, maybe the the post person was, you know, in the back of their truck wrestling with some loose mud crabs that had been sent by a dad to his son. Who knows? Uh, apologies if you are a vegan. Um, we are gonna. I do mean that. I do genuinely. Um, there will be no vegan shaming here. Just Absolutely I just not. like crabs. Hey, big show. Um, we're gonna be chatting about a uh, club that's doing something different in the light of. The restrictions or lack thereof. Yeah, that's easing up and we're going to be taking a leaf out of uh, the Dutch books very, very soon. We've got an exclusive, I don't know if it's exclusive, but we've got a massive interview with the photographer who has captured uh, something very rare on camera, something which could finally solve a myth that has been plaguing Australia for almost a century. So you're going to be talking to them and our... uh, Speaking of the Daddy Mac, we've also got the the Sammy Mac, Sam Mac, Sunrise Weather presenter will be joining us as well. The man knows a temperature and also knows a novelty song. And given we're uh, asking you uh, to let us know which song that you sing around the house that we should make into a hit, we thought we'd check in with uh, one of Australia's best to find out exactly how it should be done. This is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Excited to join you. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Matt O'Kine, going into the weekends, people trying to figure out what to do. I mean, footy is back, exciting times, so it could be doing that potentially. You might be having a few quiet drinks and a meal, depending on where you are in the country. Uh, or if you're in Holland or the Netherlands, you could be going out to nightclubs because despite the fact Nightclubs, as we know them, aren't able to exist, Matt. I tell you what, the Dutch know their way around a uh, a club and they've managed to come up with a pretty novel idea to get nightclubs back on their feet. Yeah, it's called the Dawn Notion, right? Dawn Ocean. Dawn Ocean translates to Sleeping Beauty. Reopened its doors. They were allowed to have 30 guests, okay, inside their venue just to, just to keep the uh, crowds at bay. And people can enjoy their night, but the rule is 
They have to dance while seated in chairs. Now, that's the interesting thing, because looking through all the um, regulations coming through, one of the tricky things that people do not want is people mingling too much, okay? Whether it's, you know, as I mentioned, having a meal with your drink, you know, you're seated, you're seated, you're sitting there with your friends and you're not moving too much, your table service so that people come to you, or whether it's, you know, you're going to the theatre. I know they're encouraging a lot of people to get rid of the lobbies so people don't mingle straight into the cinema, Mm. into your seat, straight out, Nightclubs, it's more difficult, but this we've seen a photo of this club, just seats on the dance floor, which are five feet apart, a metre and a half apart, and uh, people can only dance in their chairs. Yeah, the DJ's <laughs> up the front on the decks, uh, on the platters that matter, really ripping it up. <laughs> and, I mean, the thing is, the room looks like what it looks like if you go and get tested, right? Because I went and got tested. What, for, and for COVID? For COVID, right. This is when I came back from Fiji. And uh, we all had to sit in a room and it's all very white. It's all very like sterile, you know, mm. there's no lights, there's no like like strobes. <laughs> well, I'm, I mean, if I'm there was a if there so. was a bro up the front dropping some absolute heat beads on us, <laughs> I'd go get tested every day. Just um, for the sake of it. So instead of, you know, bringing other things to the nightclub, you should bring this nightclub set up to the, the waiting room at the, uh, exactly. at the clinic. All right, well, exactly. But knowing the future of what nightclubs might look like and, and being forced to dance in our chairs well, really highlighted something. Yeah, it could be something away for potentially, you know, Splendor in the Grass just announcing this week that uh, they're not going ahead in 2020. Their postpo- original postponement mm. to October is not going to be good enough. Whether this new uh, craze out of out of the Netherlands means that just in the amphitheatre you have like a lot of trestle <laughs> chairs set <laughs> up. Little fold-up ones. <laughs> exactly, all the way to the back. We do not know. But we're very familiar with people dancing in their chairs from our time on Triple J. A lot of people driving to work. I mean, mm. as you said, we, we're no strangers to dropping some heat beads on people. No. And um, just to think that this is the future. It's I know. getting me quite down, to be honest. Oh, stuff. really? Why is, why is that? I mean... Well, just to think that those classy movements, those jagged squares you might be cutting, it's all just confined to the chair. And it's just making me realise that this is another dark day in furniture dancing history. Really? What are the other dark days in furniture dancing history? 12th of December, (laughs) 2019. Wales Online reports that a Coyote Ugly bar in Cardiff was fined £66,000 after two dancers fell off the wet bar while dancing. District Judge Khan said he did not want to sound like the fun police... (laughs) But health and safety has to come first. 8th of April 2003, Jennifer Lopez's um, film clip for the song I'm Glad replicates several scenes from the movie Flashdance, including the iconic water scene which has Jennifer Beale dancing on a chair, being showered with water. Despite the film clip being intended as a tribute to the classic 1982 film, J-Lo got sued. Dark days in... Furniture Danting History. Number three. May 23rd, 2005. You'll know this one. Uh-oh. Two words. Tom Cruise and <gasps> Oprah. Something happened to you. I'm in love. <laughs> I'm in love. Have you ever felt this way before? <laughs> the boy is gone. Oh. The boy is gone. That's right. That was the beginning of the end for our man Cruz. <laughs> that really started the whole wave 
of uh, of conspiracies against Cruz, anti-Cruz sentiment. Furniture Poor guy dancing. just wanted to experience, yeah, jumping on the couch, Oprah's couch, That's dancing good. with excitement. Definitely a dark day. Truly was. <laughs> Sticking to June 1978, the song Summer Nights. Uh, is released in the movie Grease while Sandy and her friends are dancing on outdoor lunch benches. <laughs> wella, Danny wella, sings, wella. <laughs> Tell me more. Danny sings, played by John Travolta, I saved her life, she nearly drowned. 38 years later, a conspiracy kicks off that Sandy actually dies in that particular fling. She does drown and the whole movie is set in her head as she dies on the oh! beach. Wow, that's a game changer right there. Yeah, and 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 yeah, look it up. The conspiracy, <laughs> the Grease conspiracy. And the final one, 10th of August, 1997, Shane Warne, Shane Warne's Stump Dance. Do you remember this one? Performs oh, his no. now infamous stump dance atop a chair on the change room balcony after the Aussies win the Ashes. Yeah, Sam, Sam Cavar produces in here doing the stump dance. Well, plenty of celebrations uh, going on here at Trent Bridge. A lot of Australians in the crowd have just sung Advance Australia Fair. The reason for that... Uh, Australia have won by 264 runs. If you uh, hadn't worked that out from Shane Warne's uh, jubilation. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's one of, the, one of the most well-known infamous moments. Goes down as one of uh, Warney's most embarrassing moments. And as one blogger put it, not my words, but there's described by some as some quality dick watery. <laughs> Thank you very much, Matt O'Kine, for giving us the uh, the five darkest days in chair dancing history. Hopefully the club in in uh, the Netherlands doesn't befall uh, one of your <laughs> Any future lists. But shout-outs to <laughs> the club in Cairns that I went to, which had signs plastered up, which was, dance on tables at own risk. Yes. Good old Cairns. <laughs> <laughs> it's all day breakfast with Matt Alex. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. No, I feel a buzz. Well, Matt O'Kine, you know what? We love music. So much so that we are guilty, like many people, of singing songs about the mundane task that we're doing at the time. And we thought, why don't we take that and take Australia's mundane songs and try and make an absolute heaver out of them? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> oh gosh. Uh, we are a nation of uh, compost heap, given that we have many earworms in our heads. Uh, and we. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Put down your grey lead. Get rid of your uh, shoelaces picture Look, because you were drawing a long bow, my friends. <laughs> we. <laughs> All right, we're talking songs. Alex Dyson made up a song when he was in the shower, singing, putting on his shampoo. I make, I make I've got a shower song. Yeah, we've heard um, it. We don't need to hear that. Uh, we do have, yesterday we had a song um, from Kate who did a song when she is vacuuming with her Dyson. Mm, 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 mm. She's a good vacuum. She don't make no fuss. She's going to pick up all that dust. Mm. And today we're talking to uh, some more people who would like to uh, share their mundane songs. Hello, Ellen in Canberra. Hello. Thank you very much for joining us. What song do you sing just uh, that you've made up on the spot? Uh, I have a song that I sing to my dogs. Um, their names are Bondi and Jerry. Very nice. Uh, so I sing this uh, when we go for walks, but also I just kind of bust it out around the house sometimes. Um, okay. It goes, okay. Bondi and Jerry. Jerry and Bonesy, together they're Jonesy. 
that is a very like good that. melody. I've got to. I've got to be uh, honest with you here, Ellen. I think there is potential in that. Remember, we are going to try and produce up the best original song to uh, potentially follow in the footsteps of some uh, some very big names. So thank you very much for that, Ellen. That your song is in the mix. Thanks. Thanks, Ellen. Say hi to. Jonesy for us, the uh, the power Jonesy duo Jones. of the dog wife. Uh, Joe from Port Macquarie, hello to you. Hi, Alex, how are you? Really well, thank you. Very excited to uh, hear your entry into uh, Matt and Alex's Mundane Songs. Uh, what oh, are you, you singing? Um, I sing a song to my children. I feel like I need to put a disclaimer in first that no children were harmed in the making of this, oh, this dream. Okay, this is a spicy start. Right. <laughs> okay, on. is it is it because it's uh, explicit parental guidance recommended or what why is this? <laughs> no, 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 not a, no swear words. Okay. No, it, it just threatens violence, but there is no follow through. Oh, okay, that's yeah, right. Oh, okay. Um are we gonna get pulled off air after this, Joe? <laughs> I promise. It really is sweet and innocent. Okay, All well, right. let's okay. hear it. Let's, let's make up it. our own minds. Here we go. When you've been naughty and you need a smack, super quicky me mommy is there. Would you better watch out because she's so cranky, stinky, super cranky me mommy. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, not too bad there, Joe. I mean, I know there's some Aussie hip-hop uh, groups recently have got into trouble from the police because of the, you know, the content of their lyrics and the gigs that they put on. So yeah, hopefully no. you don't get shut down like uh, like those particular <laughs> artists. But we appreciate you not. jumping in the mix as well. Oh, no worries. Thanks, Joe. We've also got Karen from Geelong. Hello, Karen. Hi, Alex. Thank you very no. much. Ooh, I'm getting a lot of introductions I here know. myself. Well, Matt. I mean, uh, you, you, you get to press all the buttons. I'm here too, Karen. Uh, tell us about I'm your Matt. song. It's about not knowing how to do things. Okay. <laughs> and, and, uh, and you like, sing it when you don't know how to do something? Yeah, just anything. If I get into that situation, well, that's a lot. Nice and relatable, Matt, because both you and I often don't know how to do things. Um, uh, I need to know this song right now. Okay, so uh, let's let's hear it. Let's see how we go here, Karen. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. Oh, I've stuffed it. <laughs> hey, hey, are you the telling me you don't know what irony. you're doing, how to sing the you don't know what you're doing song? Yeah, it's complete. It's so what I do. It's just okay, I don't well, know what I'm I- doing. I liked where this was going. So yeah. keep, keep let's let's start again, okay? Here we go. <clears throat> I don't know what I'm doing. Why don't I know the things? Yes. <laughs> Why don't I know the things? The, the beauty of it, Karen, is you could have sung anything and it would have been correct. So yeah, I, I, I appreciate your dedication to getting it absolutely right. And I reckon yeah. that's another uh, that's another good uh, one to put in the running. Thank you very much for talking to us and we will catch you later. All right. <laughs> oh, Karen, what a sweetheart. We've also got Sarah from Adelaide. Hey, Sarah. Hello. How are you both? Feeling well, real good you, Sarah. here, Sarah, because uh, I reckon we're, we're starting to get a few hits on our hands and we're very much looking forward to your entry. First of all, when do you sing this made-up song? Look, you know, just whenever we're really feeling in the mood. Um, there isn't really an exact time and place that it, that it comes out. Um, but when you, when you say when you're in the mood, do you mean like when you're in the mood? Oh, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> okay. You know, when you're just feeling a little bit down in the dumps and, you know, one of us needs a little bit of cheering up, then mm-hmm. we just pop out our song. Okay, well, take it away, Sarah. 
All right. I've also just got my husband here because it is it is a duet. It, it's oh, oh, it's the first duet that we've had. Okay. Excited well, I'm very this. very excited. Sarah, can we uh, meet your husband very quickly? What's his name? Yep. So his name is Mitch, and he's here as well. Hey guys. Okay. On your Mitch, right. looking G'day forward Mitch. to hearing the harmonies from you here. Let's take it away. I'm a little cat. I'm a little cat. I'm a little cat. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> that was it, guys. That, well, that was pretty damn it. good. That, that is pretty it. damn good. I'm loving yep. that. those areas we're working with there. Thank you very much, Sarah and Mitch from Adelaide's. Uh, that is in the running. We'll catch you later. Thanks. I think that is so good. The only territory that we could be in trouble there, Matt, is a little bit of plagiarism because our well, next guest... It's it's overlapping. It's parallel conception. Parallel thinking. Yes. yes. Okay, so our next guest has written a song about not only a cat but a man and you're going to be meeting him up next. But next week on the show, we should say... That if you want to get your final songs in, please send a video of you singing it to our matt.m.alex Instagram so that we can um, put it through and we're going to present the best ones to our special judge to figure out which one we're going to produce up nice and schmick, Matty. Yeah, the winner will get full production done up by Woods is the Goods, Alex's partner, incredible I'll, musician Woods. I'll run it by her and make sure that that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, have you checked? Have yeah, you even have you broached the subject with her? I've slightly in passing. <laughs> and did she say, "Oh, cool," or did she just say, "Oh"? I think her I think her words were not again. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll figure that out. We'll figure that out later. Uh, you are with Matt and Alex all day breakfast, Mr. Sam Mack. Up next, order up. That's how you like it. Perfect. Yes, you are, Matt and Alex, all day breakfast, and it gives us great pleasure to welcome to our show a gentleman who is a Gold Logie nominee, no less. Uh, he is the current weather presenter on Sunrise, uh, Australian TV host and entertainer, Sam Mack. Matt and Alex, thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, very exciting to get the call up. No, this is it. Your first trip onto All Day Breakfast, so I appreciate you coming here. I mean, I wish it was under better circumstances. The Logies are cancelled. Your chance to potentially go one step better in 2020, now not on. How are you feeling about that? Another full calendar year of being a loser, a.k.a. nominee. <laughs> <laughs> Dear, uh, oh dear. It was pretty impressive stuff, man. And, uh, you know, you, you certainly earned it. You're traveling all around Australia all the time, working hard, uh, not just doing the weather, but interacting with, with communities around Australia and also bringing out some bangers, <laughs> okay? <laughs> you might have heard Alex and I have been talking about dropping a novelty song, a bit of a collab with, uh, with a listener recently. And, uh yep. We thought we'd get in touch with you because you are you're, you're a bit of a, a pro when it comes to dropping novelty songs. Well, first of all, I'm, I'm going to be up front and say that I'm offended that you're referring to Half Man Half Cat as a novelty song. Uh, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> have, have you not taken time to really digest the lyrics, guys? Have you not analysed the song properly? Well, um, if, if you haven't heard it before, and for us who obviously haven't listened to it close enough, here's a little bit of Sam Mack, Feet the Wiggles, not the other way around, Half Man Half Cat's. Raise your paws up in the air And we mull around like you just don't care When I say cat, you say meow Cat, meow, cat, meow uh. Half man, half cat Ain't nobody got a problem with that Half man, half cat He's the cat man, he's the cat 
You know what? Still sounds as good as the first day we laid it down in the studio. <laughs> well, it's actually called Hot Potato Studios is the actual name of the Wiggles recording studio. I'm not making that up. HBS as I call it. And how does it come about that you, you were in Hot Potato Studios and you just started singing yourself half man, half cat? We did a morning for Sunrise behind the scenes with the Wiggles as they were about to um, launch their party time big show. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd been chatting in the DMs for a, about a year or so with Anto, or Blue Wiggle as you probably know him, Anthony. <laughs> and he very foolishly, one, in one of our chats, said, hey, if you're ever in the studio, you should come in and we should have a jam. <laughs> oh, wow. That's scary because if mean, you do that's... follow Mr. Sam Mack on Instagram, you'll know he's partial to a jam with his uh, guitar there. Dude, getting called in for a jam with Anthony from the Wiggles, that's like getting... Jimi Hendrix asking you to drop by to, you know, just have a quick riff on one of his fenders, you know? It is. It's equal parts intimidating and amazing. So I put in a lot of work. I basically spent uh, most of my hungover Sunday writing the lyrics to Half Man, Half Cat on the, the slight opportunity that they might say, hey, do you have anything you want to, like, you know, play with us or do for us? And that's literally how it came about. In one of the live crosses, I did 30 seconds of Half Man, Half Cat. On the spot, Anthony said, that's a hit. And then he said, because all kids around the world understand what cats are. (laughs) Amazing. And then he said on the spot, he said, we'd love you to record this with us. We'll do a video clip today and we'd love you to perform it in our stadium tour later in the year in front of 5,000 kids. Honestly, it was my Susan Boyle moment. I'll never forget it. It was so special. Well, it's lucky that uh, you came to me and I told you to change the lyrics from half man, half ocelot uh, because (laughs) otherwise if you said that to the Wiggles, they would have gone, no kids know what that is. (laughs) Seriously, I mean, that's that's a great story. That's why we've gotten in touch with you, Sam, because we want to learn from the best. Alex Dyson, you you brought up the subject of, of novelty song. Well, I believe my information was, was uh, yeah, sparked by Tully from Big Brother Season 10, who said when she went into the house, because you're just by yourself and you just, there's no outside world, she'd sing what she's doing. And I'm like, well, I do that not in the Big Brother house. Um, and so, Sam, we want to take that and take a listener's song that they sing and take it to the world. Have you got any advice for us when it comes to, as they say in the biz, laying down? Well, well, the first piece of advice I would give is to attach yourself to an artist or an act who are much more successful and globally liked (laughs) than Mm. you are. So for me, that was very easy. I could pick anyone. (laughs) But the Wiggles were a good starting point. I've also done the same thing with Nicky Webster, um, just get on the Spotify, Strawberry Kisses 2017, Feet Sam Mac. Should have been the other way around, but that's okay. Um, so, yeah, attach yourself to someone um, good and known and popular. That's a good start. Uh, the other thing I would say is repetition is key. Think about oh. all of the earworm songs. Think about, you know, if you want to call them novelty songs, the songs that just get into your psyche, songs like Baby Shark, songs like half man, half cat, that repetition is a big part of it because it's a noisy, Mm. scary marketplace out there. It's hard to get noticed. But if you have something and you commit to it 110%, you stick to your guns, you may infuriate a lot of people, but Mm. they'll remember you. Ice, ice, baby. Okay, I see what you're saying now. So just repeat yourself a few times in the chorus. Interesting. When you were writing uh, Half Man, Half Cat, was there anything, did you write any, you know, lyrics that were a little bit too spicy for the uh, for the global market? Well, I had my target demographic really clearly worked out, which was um, children aged four to seven and their hot mums. 
So I, I, I knew what I was targeting. And you might notice the bit that you played just before, call and response is always a good tactic. Get your audience involved. So you, you remember the lyrics. And this just kind of came to me on the day. But I thought, if I say cat, you say meow, cat. And then imagine a, a school full of kids just going, meow. And that works. So call and response, it's like the old nightclub thing, you know, putting the mic out to the crowd. That stuff works. You need a Flavor Flav style hype man, someone yep. to really see the crowd moving. All righty. Well, I oh, tell you what, I think we're, we're equipped trove. to uh, compile the rest of the songs across the weekend and uh, potentially next week we will choose our hit that we're going to uh, make massive and hopefully get a couple of billion views on YouTube. What's Half Man, Half Cat on at the moment, Sam? Uh, I think it's approaching seven or 800,000. So, um, yeah, Seriously? cruising along. Wow. That is very impressive. Tell you what, a cat with nine lives, good. A cat with 900,000 views, better. All right, so we're going to be aiming for that. We're going to be aiming. But I, think because, but I think because I'm half man, half cat, that means I only get 4.5 lives. Well, okay, the, fair uh, enough. Well, you haven't used... All right, well, well look, we've got, we've, we thank you for the knowledge that you've brought. Mm. Um, we, we're licking ourselves with uh, excitement, <laughs> and we will uh, look forward to playing you the finished product for your... Well, lick of approval. <laughs> yeah. Does this mean I'm a repeat guest? You could be a repeat guest, Sam Mack. We're looking forward to uh, to joining yeah. you again. And do not take what Matt just said and put it into a kid's song. We do not <laughs> want I'm a half man and I'm licking myself uh, as the, your next single. Uh, thank you very much, my friend. Well, well that's what you. you do if you are single. Anyways, <laughs> thanks, Sam. Bye. Thanks, guys. Love your work. <laughs> All day breakfast. Now, Matt, let's move on from half man, half cat to cat the size of a man. (laughs) Because for many years around this great (laughs) nation, sightings of a potential king-sized kitty have been... (laughs) have been about. Photos have been taken (laughs) over many years through many forests and bushlands. And the latest one is almost one of the clearest we've seen. It was taken by a photographer, Amber Nozida, around the Otways region. And we're lucky enough to join Amber right now from Apollo Bay. Hello, Amber Nozida. Hi, guys. How are you? (laughs) Slightly terrified. Slightly terrified, Amber. Uh, no, Amber, we're great. We're we're very excited by what you caught on uh, on film the other day. What can you describe to us? What happened? Um, I was I was actually out just photographing birds. I mean, mind you, I've probably said this about twenty times in the last couple of hours. Um, I was out. Damn, we, I, I we, feel this we, is an exclusive interview, Amber. This um, is not I a was... scoop. <laughs> Oh, no, just to locals. You know, everybody keeps on asking the same thing, you know, out in the street. They're all saying, what did you see? What did you see? Um, I was out photographing birds um, and at a particular bird I was looking for and um, the actual um, light was starting to fade and I sort of thought, you know what, Um, I'm just going to pack up my camera. This is not going to work and I'm just going to go home. Sorry, my dogs are just barking. Are they Um, agitated because there's something in the backyard? Yeah, I think they've they've just seen my daughter. They think she's a wild cat. (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) Um, So basically I was um, just putting my gear away in the car and then I saw um, something in my rear vision mirror looking like a black wallaby. 
and I and I thought Bob is not black. Um, and then I looked again. I thought, what is that? It, it, maybe it's a dog. So I thought this is pointless. I'll just grab my camera out and have a look. I've got a telephoto lens, so I mm. could see exactly what it was. And it started to to walk off across the road. So I quickly took a couple of photos, and I looked in my viewfinder and went, oh my god, that's a cat! Like it was quite large. I mean, I'm not saying panther size, mm. but it was about the size of a you know a medium dog, like a Labrador or even. Whoa, Labradors it, are it, big. It was, no, not not a big Labrador, just a smallish, you know, um, size Labrador, and but it was thick set like that. So it had a thick tail. It, its face was quite square. Mm. Um, the small, you know, ears. This is when I'm looking back in my photo, and I just thought, what have I just taken a photo of? <gasps> like it's not your normal little pussy cat running around like your little feral cat. No, this was no. this was quite chunky, and and I did sort of question. I have heard the Otway Panthers, you know, theories and the legendary, you know, talk really? about it. Is there, what, <laughs> been, you've heard whispers before this moment. <laughs> Lots of whispers, yeah. Well, someone Lots who grew up in Western Victoria, you watch the local news, and it probably happens every <laughs> six to eight months, I'd say, potentially, Amber, there'd be a sighting, but not quite as clear as uh, we've seen on, on your footage there. Now, just to be clear, there is no Joe Exotic kind of park nearby Apollo Bay that this cat could have escaped from? No. Okay. No. Okay. Nothing. And, I mean, are you, like, pretty sure that this is the one? Do you think that there's more <laughs> of these? I think they're all through the Otways, everywhere. <gasps> but I kind of just feel like they are overly large feral cats. Right. Because they are everywhere. How can one panther be all around Victoria, down in Gippsland and everywhere else, even though, yes, there could be multiple um, multiple of them. But to me, you know, th this post had gone up and I had a phone call from a lady only just yesterday and she said, oh, my God, I saw your post on the TV. We were down at Hopeton Falls. We've come this back road. And she said, we're from Melbourne, not familiar with your area. She said, a big cat jumped out in front of us on the road. She said, I haven't seen anything like it before. And they went home back to Melbourne, kind of shocked that what did they see? And then she said, and lo and behold, here's um, the news article about a black cat. Well, she, you said that she, it joins a, a, a growing list of big cats <laughs> that Australians have seen. Oh. Uh, notable ones include Gippsland phantom cats, uh, in the Gippsland region of southeastern Victoria, it's believed American World War II airmen bought cougars with them as mascots and then released them into the bush. Oh. Running wild. You've got the Grampians Puma, a uh, study by Deakin University concluding that it, the existence of big cats in the Grampians mountain range was demonstrated beyond a reasonable doubt. That's that's wild. There's the Blue Mountains Panther. There's the Tantanula Tiger, <laughs> which apparently was around in 1895. Sunshine Coast have apparently had got some big cats around the place. No, it could be could be everywhere. But did, would the cat feel your presence? Do you think, Amber? I don't know that it saw me because if it did, it would have pretty much ran quickly across Eaten the road. You. We wouldn't but be it, talking it to you, Amber. You, <laughs> your two little legs would be poking out its mouth. <laughs> As a, <laughs> oh, look! If it ate me, it probably wouldn't need to eat for a month or so. <laughs> oh, come on, Amber. <laughs> did you um? Do you think this is the start of your blurry animal photography? Oh. 
no. You know, I I'm mean, gonna... are you is has this ignited a passion to hit the hit, you know, the Colorado <laughs> mountains and find the Yeti or something? No, I'm going to sneak away and I'm going to just concentrate on birds of prey at the moment. No. No, no, no. You've got to make Australia's got to make our own um, big five. You know, Africa, you photograph the big five. You've got your, you know, your (laughs) elephants, your lions and rhinos and Mm -hmm. whatever. In Australia, you want to photograph the Grampians Puma. The Gippsland Phantom Cat. <laughs> That's not the Australian Five. We've got to look the at bunyip? Like what... The Got to take a photo of the Bunyip? No, look, if this is just a massive feral cat, then we've got to go a massive feral cat, maybe like a, a giant chihuahua, <laughs> uh, some sort of big chook. You know, that's like the sort of the size of a small emu, but definitely just goes. Bark, bark. Uh, you know, let's get the All giant right. possum. Well, let's get our listeners to decide on the Australian Big Five, and we will let you go, Amber. Uh, thank you very much <laughs> for you. providing another chapter in the legend <laughs> of the Otways Panther, Aww. and it's it's quite a large one at that. And we appreciate you uh, you joining us, and best of luck. Um, thank you. Next time you're uh, taking photos of the birds of prey. <laughs> if I find another photo like this, I'm not going to share it. Oh, why not? Oh, you, is it is no. it a weird experience having no, like all this interest? To myself. <laughs> You're going to be like the old lady at the end of Titanic throwing the photo off into the water <laughs> so no one can believe what's going on. Yeah. How many Tasmanian tigers have you seen? Be honest, Amber. I bet, you, <laughs> I bet you've seen them all, haven't you? And you're just keeping them from calling- us. They're already calling me the cat woman. Oh, I'm okay. the tiger woman as well. Well, I'm, I'm called rat dog, so it could be worse here. But thank you very much for joining us. We'll no catch worries. you later. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All day breakfast with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. Which is bringing us towards the end of this Friday show, Matt O'Kine. And on a Friday, we do like to get through uh, little bits of correspondence, see what's left in the fridge before we go away from work for the weekend. So we're not, uh, nothing's going off in the couple <laughs> of days that we're, uh, that we're away. Yeah, and uh, we thank you always for getting in touch with us uh, via any of the methods. There's Discord, there's our Instagram, at matt.n.alex. And to kick things off, let's have a look at a message from Jay Waltz, who, with regards to our classic catches segment, uh, said the year was 2002, Dad had just bought a brand new Land Cruiser. All my life I've been the type of person with an upset stomach to vomit. In the car, 10 minutes um, from home, I start feeling unwell. Before you know it, I'm gagging in the back seat. Dad in the passenger seat looks at my mum, cups his hands together and dives over in perfect timing to catch my massive spew. (laughs) How can you catch a spew? With well-cupped hands, my friend. (laughs) Mum puts down the passenger window for my dad to throw the vomit out the window, looks at him and says, what are you doing? Dad says... You can never get the smell of chunder out of a car. It's brand freaking new and I'm not smelling that forever. Catching a spew. (laughs) That is pretty well done. Uh, Thank you very much. Got to let let that finish off. Uh, We've got a really nice message here from Bridge uh, who has hit us on our Discord, which you can get through the links on the Matt and Alex Instagram head through. It's a little community you can hang out with there. And uh, Bridge was having, uh, sent us a message regarding uh, your Tuesday conversation, Matt O'Kine, a couple of uh, instances in which 
you've experienced some, um, yeah, pretty rough racism, albeit casual at times. It's, uh, yeah, it certainly sticks with you. And it was really impressive from you once again. And Bridge was really appreciated by saying, I've been trying to have a real conversation with a few friends and I honestly don't feel I was cutting through. Being a 30-year-old white female, I don't think they were ready to listen to anything coming from me. So I sent them the Matt and Ali's podcast on Tuesday to all my closest friends and asked them to listen to at least the first 16 minutes it's been the message we needed and we finally started the conversation and she's included a bit of a text that she got uh, from one of her friends saying, wow, I feel like this is the first piece of media I've heard or experienced where it really hit home. Everything else seems to be just talking about things that I can't control or I can't relate to. Or I don't even have a part in because I don't live in the country. Or I don't see this, but it helped me really understand what I need to do. Thanks for sharing. I don't really know him as in you, Bad Okai. And uh, Bridges said, well, I'm a bit obsessed with him. I've read his book and watched his TV show on the series oh, podcast. All right. so well, thank you for this that. This is, uh, yeah, really nice from Bridge. And thank you, Bridge, for um, for sharing it as well. That's really kind of you and good to hear that your friends were, were really receptive to it. That was yeah, great. Yeah, that's really, really awesome and, and it means a lot. So thank you. Um, we also chatted to a completely other end of the scale. We chatted to Tully Smythe from Big Brother Season 10 about the new season of Big Brother that's coming out. We got chatting a little bit about reality shows and how do you get on them, etc. And so Sophie got in touch with us. Hello, Sophie from Sophie from North Richmond. Hello, how are we? Really good, thank you. Now, we were talking a bit about reality TV and how one can get involved, and uh, you've actually got a bit of a story about that. Yeah, so it was a bit of a stitch-up at first. Um, my mates dared me to attempt to go on a dating show, and I say, all right, take your pick as to which one, and they all thought it'd be good at first dates. Oh, okay. So they got to I pick got... between The Bachelor and dating <laughs> naked and everything, and yeah. you chose first dates. Turns out I'm not good for, like, a long-term thing for them. They just wanted a quick in and out. <laughs> um, My partner like is people. obsessed <laughs> with this show. Like, honestly, yeah. absolutely loves it. Can you t- fill Voice us Voice over is by it... our previous guest, Sam Mack, as well. Yes. There's some trivia and, for you. And is it is it awkward when you're on it? Do you actually, like, is oh, yeah. it sort of like what it looks like on TV? No, not at all. I was drunk. Um, <laughs> Sophie! <laughs> um, Responsibly, well, well, I'm, of course. I'm just going to be my real self. On most dates, I've always been drunk, so why hide the truth? No, um, Sophie, come on. It's, you're going on, li- on television. You don't. You want to be happy in control, Sophie? Be yeah, your best self, Sophie. I was. I was. But um, no, I also I I had, a, I had a shock surprise for it. I also, um, at the interviews, they... We're talking about Tinder and stuff, and I was like, yeah, I've been on. I even got my mum on it. And they're like, oh, yeah, your mum, she's still single. I was like, yeah, they're like, she want to come on the show with you. And I was like, you know what? Let's give her a call. <laughs> Called her on the spot. And she was like, yeah, bugger it. Got nothing else to do. So she came on with me. I took mum on a double date on TV. Oh, Wait, sorry, so you had two other people who were potentially dating you both yes. as well? So my date looked like Larry Edna. Um, and... <laughs> <laughs> and then her date was a, a gentleman around her age. And, yeah, it was two separate dates but in the same room at the same time. Ooh, and no oh, one knew what was going on. Oh, wait, oh. okay, now I've got to find out. I've got to – oh, wait, oh, so, so wait, you weren't at the same table. You are just in the same no. room. No, yep, same Okay, room. now I do have to find out, Sophie. Um, yes. At the end, Yes. when it came time to say, will you guys go on another date, did yes. you say yes or no and did you get – rejected or not? No, so I said yes because I hate breaking people's hearts. I didn't want to, but I felt bad, so I said yes. <laughs> that's I a way to a healthy That's a cop-out, Sophie. <laughs> Come on. It, no, it definitely is. It definitely is. But I did go on the second date with him because I thought, you know what, mm. I'll give it another crack. But, yeah, it didn't go anywhere. Uh, uh, but the price it was, was like, right. You like... <laughs> 
you, are you glancing over at your mum's table, seeing how she's going on her date? Were you oh, even I concentrating? Called I called her date dad. So, yeah. He Love walked it. in. I was like, hey, dad. But, mind you, we sat down as a family, Mike, because my mum and dad, they've been separated, but they're still best mates. They, we all watched it together as a family. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, Sophie. So well, we very much appreciate you telling us all about it. And, uh, yeah, hopefully, um, uh, are you in a, in a relationship now? Yes, I am. And actually, Matt, I apologize on my boyfriend's behalf. He was really drunk at your orange show and was like yelling out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, you, you were made well, for good. each other. <laughs> it was only it was only a tiny room where every single whisper could be heard. So thanks he for that. Like, there was like 150 people there. I'm like, no, there wasn't. There definitely wasn't. There couldn't but, be. There's a maximum of 80 in that room. It's a tiny little cafe, okay. but it was a really great gig. So thank you it very was, much for coming was. out. Yeah. Oh, you're the <laughs> best, you. Sophie. Cheers. Thanks, Sophie. Okay. Really appreciate it. Which does bring us to the end of another all-day breakfast. Matt O'Kine, very excited to be uh, cruising in to another weekend, not the least of which because if you do miss a bit of Matt and Alice content over the, uh, the weekend, we've got some good news for you. Yeah, we are, we're going to comprise a little bit of uh, a best-of selection, a little tasty uh, degus every single Saturday for you which we're calling the Matt and Alex Bottomless Brunch. So it gives you some of the finest little moments from our week. Yeah, if you heard our Monday uh, one for the first month, I th- we're going to bring that in every Saturday so you get to hear the best bits. If you do miss a week, if you do uh, yeah, need to catch up, that's really good to jump on. As well as that, if you're feeling a little bit hungry at midnight on Saturday, keep your eyes on your feed. There could be a little all-day breakfast midnight snack appearing. Uh, this week with the one and only Sam Mack. So it was it was a lot of fun. So make sure you're uh, tuning in for that one late yeah. late night on the weekend. Yeah, please keep sending in your, uh, your fun songs to us. We'll find a winner very, very shortly. Guys, have a great one. This is Matt and Alex. All Day Breakfast. Hey! That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.